Hi there, Harland here, giving a little bit of a content warning for this week's episode. Uh, we do touch on some uh, inappropriate sexual scenarios, cyberbullying, and the like. Um, granted, uh, we get a little distracted throughout this episode, so those discussions are few and far between, to put it generously. Um, uh, on top of that, I wanted to give a little uh, explainer for the YouTube audience. You'll notice that the video edit is a little bit different. I didn't find it to be the most appropriate thing to add a bunch of meme fart sounds and uh, w wacky visuals. So the video is a little bit more stark in contrast to past episodes. And I just thought that it was important to not detract from the seriousness of uh, the episode and all of the things surrounding uh, the history of Chris Chan. So that's why this week's video looks a little different. Um, anyway, I hope you uh, enjoy it. It's a little longer. Normally I cut the videos down to almost half, uh, just trimming the fat and some of the stuff, but I still thought it was really important to leave in everything that Kyle and I discussed uh, because it's a very serious uh, conversation and a serious topic that other people don't want to have for uh, very understandable reasons. We're not the only podcast that has put off talking about Chris Chan. Uh, so uh, I, I didn't, I just didn't want to detract from that. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. And I hope you watch the whole video and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and bye now. Hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. And everyone wanted to know which president was the true throat goat, and... <laughs> okay, I do remember this. And they are all some sort of eldritch monsters of yore, right? <laughs> yes. She was also selling videos of her farting in the jar. I okay. hate this so much. I hate everything yeah. about this. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I'm your captain this week, Harlan Spinks, and diving deep, deep down into the trenches with me this evening is Kyle Luck. Say hello. Hello. You don't sound <laughs> too excited. Uh, what's up with that? Uh, yeah. Um, so we've had a few people say, hey, you should talk about Chris Chan and Sonichu on Patreon, on Instagram, on some of the places. And since people pay us money <laughs> on yeah. Patreon... We caved and uh, we took your request and we are going to talk about Chris Chan this week. Um, and <laughs> it's just, it's a lot, man. I was refreshing myself today and got that same icky feeling that I usually get um, when exploring this topic. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something that like over the years of being an internet person, uh, you catch little glimpses of what's happening in Chris's life here and there. Right. Uh, because of articles that come out or you're on a forum where all of a sudden that's like what's being talked about. It's just, <laughs> just a lot. It comes up a lot. It's, I, I mean, in the context of the show, this being sort of the whole conceit being we're, we're under, undersea internet explorers, archivists trying to find all the nasty, weird things. This one and like Nikocado are like the the Cthulhu's, the the giant <laughs> the underwater great old ones. <laughs> yes, the ancient ones, capital O. Uh, and every once in a while, they might they're dormant, and then you see a tentacle just kind of come up at, and you go, oh, oh, watch out for that one. Uh, and uh, we've we've. It's we've reached a point in, in, of inevitability that it's going to have to be uh, talked about at least for a little bit. Um, so we're doing that. Uh, and I will also say, I, I think that it's better that it's just you and I, because John is still uh, in Europe doing his thing with his beautiful wife. Um, 
it's better that you and I do this than have John here because we might as well, like if John were here, he might as well not be here when we do this. <laughs> he wouldn't yeah. be saying shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this that's is fair. not his cup of tea at all. Yeah. We try to not do like full on topic topics when one of us is away, but uh, you know, this is the one we're going to do. It's <laughs> just so. a great opportunity. If we're going to do it, it's this one. Um, I, I think that you and I have a stronger stomach when it comes to the weirder parts of the internet and the, just all the rule 34 stuff. Yeah, and, and can I just say, I don't know if I'm sure. happy about that. I don't know if I'm like, I'm like cool with that. It's like, I'm thinking about like my childhood and the videos <laughs> right. I used to watch. Like, yeah. like when I really think about when, even when I was reading back on some of this, uh, Chris Chan stuff, it's like, oh my God, like remembering like taking the internet at face value as a kid and just being like this is how it is and this now, is the real world i guess <laughs> like looking at the internet now it's almost unrecognizable like from things i used to like <laughs> lay lay my eyes on via a simple google search you know what yeah I mean? it's like uh, it's ridiculous what, what was it one man one cup cake farts the amount of beheading videos that were just on yeah, youtube mr hands mr uh, oh jesus BME pain olympics uh yeah yeah the, the one the jar thing was brutal when the sound of the jar breaking oh, within the man it was just my. uh and, and it yeah. was like because it was filmed on like a shitty old like mid-2000s camera <laughs> it's so tinny on top of it being glass breaking <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so, so much worse oh god but you know it's like it's wild to think that like i was 12 i was 10 like yeah like looking at these things like well, and like, that's a thing that I think, I, 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 and again, I hate to generalize on the show, but I think for the majority of people like Gen Z, they don't know how good they've got it on the internet right now. The amount of like policing and people like, you know, being a little bit more careful about what they say, uh -huh. there being actual repercussions on the internet for stuff you post back in the day. It was the Wild West on the internet. You could put anything up and no consequences, nothing. Can, like it, it was just normal. Imagine, can you imagine your first social media platform that you get into as TikTok? Mm -mm. Like, no. That's wild to think about. Like, hey, uh, you're starting with what is like considered the best social media platform like ever made. Yeah, you, know you, I mean? you, you literally don't need another one with no. TikTok now. And as I long mean, as TikTok doesn't fuck their shit up, I know I was trying not to do a cuss, but there's no other way to say it. Uh, as long as TikTok just stays the course, the biggest thing is like, you know, all these other uh, platforms get too invested in trying to monetize and uh, altering the thing to be the other thing. Just right, stay the yeah. thing that you started at because people love that. Yeah. As long as TikTok doesn't do that, TikTok's not going anywhere. Well, and like I've talked about how much, uh, even as a 36-year-old man, how much I love TikTok because it kind of has even the playing field in terms of like who can be a creator and mm -hmm. what content is has value because it's so easy to find all that different content. The 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 thing that kind of bums me out about TikTok is and the in the internet in general talking about like Chris Chan and stuff is that like while it was crazy in the early 2000s, there was something novel and fun about finding weird websites that like yeah, would never get the traction that they would now because of algorithms and things like that. Like you just typing in a URL being like, I don't know, maybe Guessing. this website exists. Yeah. Yeah. And then finding cake farts. And you're like, holy, whoa. I was okay. just kidding. This is a thing. <laughs> yeah. This, and that turns into a weird apple juice frenzied uh, sleepover with the boys. Uh, oh, so many nights of playing Halo, getting in arguments over Xbox Live on Halo, <laughs> calling people the R word, like yeah, doing going, a bunch of terrible. Hard. And, then, yeah. and then in the background, a separate group of friends are looking at weird <laughs> the wildest videos that you will ever come across that do not exist anymore like all all happening like it was such a a, mo a, a a moment in time where it was like not only was the internet new but it was on our video games too for the first time and we yeah. could talk beyond just like 
you know, chat rooms that were most likely like old fat dudes somewhere. <laughs> uh, it was like, no, I know that this is another teenager. I can hear I'm it in their voice. That's a teen. <laughs> yeah, that I'm side. screaming at. That's a fellow teen. <laughs> yeah, who's shouting <laughs> racial slurs at me. It's like yeah. a wild time. <laughs> you have no idea what you're saying, but you're saying it because you, you've learned that it's a, a, a dunk or a diss of some yeah, kind. Yeah. yeah, you just know that it's bad. You don't know the historical context really be beyond that your parents are like, don't say <sighs> this or don't do this. This is reminding me of a time <clears throat> where... Uh, we'll talk about Christian eventually. This is reminding me of a time <laughs> sure we where will, yeah. I went to a Halo 1 LAN party that... Oh, my... dude, the best! <laughs> <laughs> that my friend's, uh, my friend's youth group pastor was hosting at the church. Hell yeah. Uh, so it, it was we had 16 boys uh, at, uh, hanging out with this youth pastor one day. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Some pizzas. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, and uh, we had, you know, cables running from room to room, four people in four rooms, like around yep. each box. And uh, we, we, were, we were doing a bracket thing, and everyone had to enter their, like, we had to say what names, uh, like, our, what our usernames were. And it came, like, everyone's like, I'm Falcor. I'm... Right. Master Chief number one. And I was like, yo, what's up? I'm Dick Burger. <laughs> the youth pastor dude's like, okay. Uh, so we're going to call you D Burger. Uh, <laughs> I'm a pastor. I cannot be caught saying that. I, I, I recently drove by that church with my wife and I was like, you know, in there, I'm known as Dick Burger. Excuse me. <laughs> D burger and she's like excuse me i was like a story for another time <laughs> just leave it in the mystery of, of she's it. like i don't even want to know i don't even want to know <laughs> i uh the place we did our land parties was at a uh a cafe in my hometown Ooh, called nice. serendipity or the dip <laughs> and uh Hot. We would go over there. Everybody would bring their monitors and their Xboxes, and we would just set up. Like I think it was after hours, after they had closed. Oh, sick! And uh, because it was run by our friends, who were also like maybe twenty, and they had the keys. Yeah, they had the keys. Yeah. <laughs> they eventually, cool. like a decade or, or I don't know, maybe fifteen years later, they ended up buying it, and now they own the cafe and run it just oh. like they used to when we were teenagers they should bring back halo land parties that's they what they should, should do yeah, yeah find old xbox 360s or the original dude, halo xbox. after dark that would kill let's go yeah dude <laughs> so so good uh i miss being a child so uh, we just demonstrated the uh the flip side of our childhood there pretty well <clears throat> Mm-hmm. As, as yeah. long as the internet wasn't involved and it was local area network, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was like a certain group of friends that you did the bad stuff with. And then mm-hmm. like when it was a wider group of friends, you had to be a little bit more careful, which I guess is just how life in general is. That's true. We still do that. We actually. Still, yeah, we have our own separate <laughs> chats uh, with all of the nasty, like weird shit. partition <laughs> chats based on topic <laughs> with certain people that would be interested in said topics. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not we much still has changed. <laughs> See? See? We're really just big kids. That's all. Uh, So, you want to talk about Chris Chan? <laughs> um, I mean, we could just keep going on this. I'm sure this is good radio. I'm sure people are digging this. Uh, I I hope so. Um, This is like our more lax, uh, lax versions of our, our, (laughs) our online personas right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. So I have the know your meme page pulled up. Um, Sure. I know you said you did some research. I read two articles and perused the Wikipedia and watched a YouTube video uh, that was 40 minutes long that I jumped between. Oh, my God. I thought I thought you were going to say you watched the whole thing. No, 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 no. It was the speech I was talking about, the dimension. does doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, the, the we'll thing there, that maybe. I we don't understand and is so full of... There's Okay, this is the thing with Chris Chan, man. <laughs> there is so much lore... And I, so on the Chris, uh, on the uh, Know Your Meme webpage, somebody put together a timeline of sagas. It starts at 2005 and it has, it's like a line graph and it has one for sweethearts, one for trolls slash other, mm-hmm. and then one for like, well, and a legend that says continuous activity, sporadic activity, dormant, ongoing. So there's just so much like in the beginning it's it's there's only three lines on this chart one is 
Uh, the saga begins summer 2005, and there's a big red line that says Megan Schroeder, who was like a friend of Chris's in the beginning, who like then got freaked out because he essentially became obsessed with her and drew some disturbing images of their relationship. That's the okay. That's the it other thing pretty, about this. That uh, keeps happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a recurring theme. Uh, they like to draw their own fan art of real people. Yeah. Uh, and or they're just themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that's uh that's I totally forgot what I was gonna say, dude, which is oh, my fine. Bad. <laughs> You're like, totally. That's the thing. You know what? I don't know what the thing was. I yeah. I don't want I don't know that I want to revisit what the thought I, I, I was. Gonna... I threw that uh <laughs> that like the invisible wrench into your thought process by simply agreeing with you and adding on to what you were saying <laughs> yeah um, that's how you know we're, we've got it we're, that's how yeah. we're pro podcasters we're we're really serious about this episode <laughs> yeah um but it starts out relatively with with not a whole lot of stuff going on in chris chan's life and then there's like adam stackhouse who was like another troll i think and then it's like somebody else comes in and then all of a sudden there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten or eleven separate sections of different people who discovered Chris Chan's content and started just relentlessly trolling them. Yeah. Uh and <clears throat> I guess the takeaway is cyberbullying is bad. Like at the end of the day, that's really what a lot of Chris Chan's story is, which is yeah. why it's hard to talk about and make it fun to listen to. It's not really <laughs> going to be fun to listen to. It's really sad. It, it, yeah. it, it is the poster child or, or like a poster whatever person for mm. for what happens when you are dealing with that internet that we talked about earlier in the show yes. like that unedited that raw internet energy when you subject yourself to it or when you or or when it targets you yeah. uh this is what we're going to talk about is the result of that energy right well and i i haven't mentioned either that if if you're not familiar with chris chan they are a trans uh autistic person like they yeah. they have their own <laughs> things that they're dealing with like very complicated and nuanced things that for somebody who is on the spectrum like i don't know like I, i'm not a doctor i don't want to just say that like if you're autistic it might be a little harder for you to kind of comprehend a lot of the things that are going on in your own mind but being autistic and being trans in the online environment that you are it's like how many roadblocks and how many things like it it just seems like a lot for one person to have to take on yeah. and deal with and get essentially persecuted for w without Doing any what? real reason. Yeah. Running a, just, a, like a Tumblr, like having I, I like mean, something like equivalent, you know? Yeah. I mean, on the flip side too, though, Chris Chan has posted a lot of awful shit themselves. Mm -hmm. So there's also that aspect of it where it's like, just because you have a disability or just because you know, you are autistic or you are trans doesn't excuse all of the bad stuff that you do. You still make the choice to draw, like I said earlier, this Megan person, awful fan art of you in sexual mm -hmm. uh, scenarios with them without their consent. Like, that's also not great. So it, it's yep. just adding like to the layer of the, the, this shit sandwich <laughs> that, that happened. And, and, Again, this was 2007, roughly. Like, if this were to happen today, I don't know if the outcome would be better or worse. I really don't. But I know that back then, it was definitely not uh, a thoughtful conversation that was happening around this no. person's content. No, no, no. Absolutely not. I, I think that now it would maybe there would be a little bit more, you know insight and people being more comfortable talking about you know the lgbtq community people in the community autistic people you know mm -hmm. <laughs> i know uh and but but it didn't happen in that time it didn't and happen and now we have this <laughs> it, it, it ended and well it didn't i mean 
the conclusion that we're probably building towards uh, for today, if we get there, uh, was last year or two years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So like it, it died when it could have, if it started, it might have had a different outcome, yeah. basically. But like you said, we have to hold people accountable for their things, regardless of disability or or what. But also, the internet is a horrible jungle of people looking to. Like it's kind of wild. Like thinking about bullying on the internet in general, you're you're not interacting with the person in real life, right? Yeah, you yeah. can just come home after a long day at work, sit down in front of the computer, and just be like, "lol," and you know, throw a quick slur <laughs> at someone on the internet, and you have no idea. It can it can cause a shockwave of like thoughts and feelings on their side, and yeah. they just like go log off and then go and forget about you. Yeah, they don't think about it for another second. Yeah, it's like which crazy. It, it, it's 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 wild i mean i i first learned about chris chan through the sonichu uh cartoons that they were drawing which same you know back then that those were great when i only knew about <laughs> sonichu i was like these are these are awesome i love looking at these they're hilariously bad mm-hmm. they're not good uh ripoffs of sonic the hedgehog uh they're yellow for some reason not uh, because blue. of uh pikachu oh it's a, it's right a, it's a combination yeah yeah, right. yeah combination uh, of sonic the hedgehog and pikachu from uh famously known from pokemon oh yeah pokemon what's yeah have you heard you of a to... pokemans uh mm, do you know about sounds, this it sounds familiar i know of digimons it's basically this guy goes around in the wild finds animals and encloses them in small little cages that he holds on his belt and then when they <laughs> encounter other people he unleashes them to fight to the death uh, with other ones and then if they win he goes good job and then puts them back in their little uh, circular prison you know when you put pokemon in that context (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of wild animal trapping like uh cockfighting situation yeah this Uh, is like some michael vick shit (laughs) like what is happening oh my god (laughs) god Um, so should we talk about the Sonic Chew cartoons because they're the funniest part about all this? Sure. What do you got for me? Uh, I just have like vague <laughs> memories of the little like shitty drawn web comics, you know? Uh, yeah. So, oh my God. And then there's parodies of the, of his, of their Sonic Chews. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's Simon Chew. Oh, this is a bummer. Hey, once At- this is, <laughs> what, what'd you see? <laughs> Aspertue. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's what I'm saying though. This is like it's impossible to tackle this topic in the normal amount of time that we would spend. Yeah, I, I mean the, <laughs> the other parodies of Sonichu, one it just says pickle fan art. I, I don't know I don't I, know what's happening anymore. Yeah, it uh it it, it runs deep. Uh with <clears throat> the thing is with Sonichu was it was innocent enough. The 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 content, if I remember correctly, was um pretty non consequential. Like weird social situations that Sonichu was in. Okay, so yeah, I mean <clears throat> it it was kind of that, but it also described Sonichu's sex life and Chris, and implemented some of uh Chris's own personal problems. Um mostly the ability to not find a a boyfriend free girlfriend quote unquote is what i'm right. looking at a, here a boyfriend free girlfriend which yeah yeah meaning he was looking for a girl who uh, sorry at the time sorry they were looking for sorry. a hang on sorry <laughs> hold hang on. on let me correct things <laughs> um they were looking for a woman who was not attached to a man is what that means yeah which when you put it in that way, a boyfriend-free girlfriend presupposes that every woman has some attachment and is not an individual, which is like interesting, weird. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Sonny Chu though is like a major persona that takes it. It it follows Chris throughout, still to this day, to their like their throughout their life. Yeah, uh, it it is it is the thing that almost drew the ire of more trolls uh it's the, yeah it's the it's the the, the dam that broke that well, uh the the weird thing too about like this is just like the internet in the early 2000s in general but like you, 
you post one bad drawing of something and it, it's like it's like uh, uh, the room or, you know, a Neil Breen film where it's so bad, it kind of becomes good again. You know, pe- mm-hmm. and, and the creators don't understand that they're famous now, beca- not because people really think they're great directors or filmmakers, but because of how bad their art is. And it feels very much the same thing where Chris drew these bad Sonichu characters. I, I can't speak for them, obviously, but the popularity that kind of came along with it feels more like it started in the same way where I was like, wow, these are so bad. I'm going to share it to all my friends. Yeah. And Chris maybe didn't know that people thought it was bad and not that the popularity was because they thought it was good. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. That's just the whole vibe of all, all of this. But that makes, that makes the criticism even more confusing or the trolling even more confusing and traumatizing. If you're well, oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, if you, from if their per- perspective. Yeah, if if you're thinking like, oh, I'm getting good feedback on this, and there's also this extreme, like, violence <laughs> coming your way. <laughs> right, yeah. No, like, I don't. <laughs> you know, it's like kind yeah, of wild. I, I don't think, and and again, I think that uh, to to draw more of a comparison between somebody like uh uh what I don't even what's the director of the room? I, what, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, t- yeah, Wiseau. Like. To draw more of a comparison between that situation, at least kind of how it differed, is Chris Chan was on the internet posting this stuff all over the place. Mm -hmm. Tommy Wiseau made one bad movie and released it on DVD. Maybe he had a website, but it's not like he had social media. He didn't have a YouTube channel. So people didn't really have the outlet for somebody like Tommy Wiseau to basically send him death threats. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe Tommy Wiseau didn't address them, but Tommy Wiseau wasn't also posting to his Twitter account about all of the death threats either. So you end up where the only part of like people like that you see are the people that are genuinely love bad movies and know it's bad and are going because it's bad. But That's kind of all we see as the public and kind of all that Tommy Wiseau sees probably is all of the people going to watch his movie, not a fully understanding why people are going to see it. Whereas Chris Chan is getting direct messages saying to like kill yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, there's also the fact that uh, Chris Chan, I don't know exactly when it happened, but they were the victim of like an extreme, like they're, uh, laptop got like hacked i hate that word but like for lack of a better sure. term their information was leaked and well documented out like text conversations emails receipts like all this stuff went out on the internet and made chris chan one of the most if not the most documented like singular person on like as an internet celebrity there's you have so much access to their personal life if yeah. you want it like you can go find it still um, and it just causes this weird thing. Whereas the Tommy Wiseau comparison is like, he's a black hole. You can send him letters. You can send him texts, whatever. <laughs> well, it never comes even, back out. People still don't even know where he got the money to finance the movie he made. <laughs> There's like all kinds of weird conspiracy theories about like how he's, oh, uh, God. who's the guy that jumped out of the plane in the seventies that stole all the money from the plane. DB oh, Cooper. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, people but, think the, that he's DB Cooper. Like, <laughs> The the thing is though is like if you have it, with with Chris Chan you're you're putting this stuff you're like almost investing in the economy when you yeah. uh w- when you take an insult and you get and you respond to it and put it back you put that energy back into the thing people invest in that and will we'll just keep attacking it it's like this weird market growth but if you keep <laughs> putting such your a weird money way to put it but I, it's true it is it's it is but if you keep, but if someone like tommy Wiseau, you keep investing insults and rage into and nothing comes back from it no return on investment baby you're done you're moving on to the next person yeah well and it makes it more novel too even somebody like neil breen who is in that same category as like a tommy Wiseau, he's made a bunch of sure. terrible movies he has put out a he put out like dude <laughs> he released uh like one of his last movies and it came with a behind the scenes track that's like four hours long or something oh, man. where it's basically him trying to do like a, a master class 
for all of his pe- his fans and people who buy his movies talking yeah. about how you make a movie, what is lighting, how do right. you mic a scene, and like none of it is done well. So it's like the <laughs> the the person who knows the least telling you how to do these do make a movie and it's like these are this is all wrong. That's Everything you're saying is wrong. Kind of incredible, but it's like <laughs> you just kind of rock that confidence. Oh um, uh, but yeah, oh but God. even then, it's like, we don't know a lot about them. Like, Neil Breen was an architect, I think, and that's where he got a lot of his money. But like, it almost makes them more fascinating because we don't know as much. Sure. Whereas for me, the whole Chris Chan thing and, and other people similar to Chris Chan, it gets to a point where you, fo- you the more you learn about a person and all of their as every person has all of their beautiful nuance and sad nuance and complications and issues and problems, it gets sadder and sadder and sadder. Like, I don't want to know everything about anybody, you know, like real at the end of the day, that's fair. I, I just don't, I have to deal with my own personal shit. That is not always, I, I don't even want to know all of everything about me, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sucks to know yourself. Like, why would you <laughs> want to invest this much time into a stranger, especially a stranger who, who has probably like more hurdles than the average person to overcome. Like, yeah. it's just, but that's also a <clears throat> hearkening to reality TV of today. People love watching people crash and burn. I just don't, this is this is like an easy comparison to reality TV of like it's a reality TV star of the internet. Yeah. Because yeah, of it, the access, because of the interaction, because of the participation that Chris Chan had in their own destruction. Yeah. Uh it is yeah. it is very much like a a reality TV star that is in on it and is down for the scripting, is down to go for it. Except in Chris Chan's case. Yeah, do it's they fully comp- yeah, and also do it's, they fully comprehend the stakes that are involved? Like that's no, the I thing that I don't really, think so ever. Yeah, that's the thing that really is is the bigger issue with me because we can talk about like reality TV, but we all know that most of the time it's staged, it's not real. Like yeah, yeah there's probably real infighting and people probably really don't like each other, but again, there still is like a buffer there. Totally. Where it's like this is not this is still a persona and and my brain can can reconcile that to know that like when the lady throws the glass of wine across the table at the other rich lady it's cuz she was getting an extra 750 bucks for doing so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the producer it's, it's, in, her, it's in her contract. Yeah. <laughs> Every thrown wine glass extra 750. <laughs> when it's Chris Chan it's like what they're not getting anything out of this. Like the only people that are getting anything out of this are the people making the jokes and making the the slander and making the the horrible just saying the horrible thing and like are you okay like are your fans okay yeah, like I, I know i just you know i don't know i i remember what it was like being a, a much more cynical like t- a late teen early 20s person mm-hmm. and getting off on this type of thing a little bit like watching somebody like that uh what is it uh uh sh- a little bit of schadenfreude from seeing other people's failures for other people or whatever is that that german word no for... it's getting pleasure out of seeing other ah, people's fail or or fall or not the word i was thinking of <laughs> no 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 it's okay. uh but like i understand it to a degree but as i got older i was like man this participating in that just makes me feel bad too sure and at a certain point reality really starts to to hit you especially once you start to have your own personal problems and go oh this sucks when when you fail and when people call you out on your bullshit i don't why have i been enjoying this for so long i know will smith isn't exactly the God, I love like, I love what? that we've where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Never in a million years would I think while talking about Chris Chan, Will Smith would come up, but well, here we are. It's somewhat relevant because uh he had a really good defense of his son Jaden. Um uh but I was gonna say, not that I really want to like be pro Will Smith right now. <laughs> right. But words are words. Um, I guess. <laughs> That's a weird don't quote me on that. Words yeah, are <laughs> words are words, can... Kyle Luck. You can um, say some insightful shit and still be a bad person. They're totally. not mutually exclusive. Uh, so, but like, you know, he was on some late night show being interviewed about his son's 
it's just, it was a it was a potential Chris Chan situation on her hands. Uh, Jaden oh, Smith yeah. was uh, doing that like deep emo like I'm thinking surreal thoughts like like stuff on Twitter you know His Instagram everything were wild. Do you remember I this? Actually... Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it was the most cryptic, weird teen stuff that you would have seen that we probably did hey, when like MySpace was a thing. Just like Sonichu though, it's like <laughs> sure. It's close. It's pretty close without the weird, uh, like injecting your sexual like uh, insecurities yeah, 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 into yeah. the comics. But, but the point is though, is Will Smith is like, yeah, man, uh, I, I'm really glad that I didn't have the internet when I was a kid, and all my crazy shit I said wasn't documented because, yeah, hey, everybody, everybody Dude. has this developmental lizard brain thing happening, and at some point, you just hope, like. Think about all the people that never had the internet. They can think back, man, I remember when I was 16 and I was thinking about this stuff. Yeah. Good thing I'm 85 and no one ever learned about that. <laughs> yeah, good thing it's yeah. still up here <laughs> in this just, vault. It's just here. Uh, but, you know, uh, with the internet, which was still kind of new and in its ultimate Wild West phase in the early 2000s, like someone like Chris Chan just caught the bad side of a bullet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. this was uh, like a perfect storm of of, of yeah. awful. I, I did pull up some of Jaden Smith's tweets. Oh, please. Uh, tweets. Yeah, grace us with uh, Lord so, Jaden's words. 2014, he tweeted, anyone born on this planet should have a planetary citizenship enabling them to freely explore their home. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't disagree. That's like an <laughs> infinite visa for every country. <laughs> this next one though goes hand in hand with that first one currently going through customs even though i was born on this planet <laughs> honestly I, that's kind of felt, fucking fire felt, yeah <laughs> that's kind of sick dude <laughs> yeah that's uh, good uh here he tweets about the movie ready player one. Oh, this is 2021 okay, okay, okay. this is recent baby we're going Whoa. um ready player one is one of the best movie of all time and now everyone can see its influence. But it's just but What's it's just the, a movie about other movies. Yeah, it's about it's literally about being obsessed <laughs> with like being masturbatory for the 80s. Yeah, and is, pop culture, yeah, and Steven Spielberg. Did did Steven Spielberg direct that? Oh, I don't know. I think it maybe was. I'm bad at that. Don't ask don't take me to trivia night. Right. I don't know the answer to these questions. I um know. I want Oh, 2012. Here we go. I only apply to the Sixth Amendment. Wait, what's the Sixth Amendment? I don't know. There's so many amendments. Uh, th but this is like the sixth one. It's a pretty. It seems like it should probably be a pretty. It's in the one. Bill of Rights. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, here, here, I'm gonna I, look now that I'm not recording my phone. I can look things up easy. This is good. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Sixth cool. Amendment guarantees criminal defendants nine different rights, including the right to a speedy and public trial. By an impartial jury and consisting of juries. Wait, what? And he's saying, I only apply to that one? He, so he only applies. Or the, the, he's saying the, the amendment only applies to him. Wait. I only apply to the Sixth Amendment. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting wordplay, Kyle, if that's where he's going. What year was that? 2012. Was he in trouble in 2012? Well, I mean, the, everyone was. We were, we were all about to get raptured in 2012. So oh, right. I yeah. think he was just getting it all out uh, before the end. <laughs> yeah, telling the Mayan god, hang on a second. I have the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury consisting wait, wait. of jurors from it the state and district in which the crime was alleged to have been. This is crazy that he tweeted this <laughs> wait wait am i getting things twisted here that was when the mayan calendar was going to end it was going to end when was the rapture supposed to happen yeah yeah it was the 2012 well oh, so that wasn't that oh, was it two separate events i don't know i mean the rapture it feels like those nut jobs are saying it's going to happen every year and it never does Can the guy still hasn't in? come back our phone never rings <clears throat> uh no one watches this show apparently this is live so you could call you can call us <laughs> sure, sure. right now and correct us <laughs> but you Please. won't you're cowards you're all cowards uh that's fine we'll just we'll sit up here and take it oh this was a classic one from Jaden. how can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real yep uh, this is i the want one <laughs> that on a t-shirt dude i want that a tattooed on along my upper back in like some <laughs> shitty font <laughs> in old english yeah. <laughs> uh this was uh uh, the same year. Um, who has the floss? Uh, <laughs> can you please pass the floss? 
Oh, dude, I forgot about this one. I'm so sorry. These are so good. Most trees are blue. <laughs> disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> I think he was. I think he just. Uh, he was maybe not learned sober in that, that he was colorblind in that one. Yeah, or on mushrooms. Uh, so that's uh, Jay. This has been the episode about Jaden. Uh, yeah, thanks for Smith tuning tweets. in to uh, uh, Smith Corner, um, the Smith's Table. We'll call it yeah. <laughs> Smith's Table. <laughs> uh, so what were we talking about? <laughs> uh i don't know man uh oh i was talking about just access but we're let's jump to a new part in the timeline let's just right okay well i mean how how far forward do we want to go because i've got megan schroeder adam stackhouse ed sagas 2005 to 2011 blanca jimmy hill saga 2008 to 2009 clyde cash saga 2008 to 2010 Blue Spike, Julie, Ivy, Liquid Chris, Casey. These are are different bullies or different personas? I think it's a mix of both. They're they're just titled sagas. So these are like either trolls that I read over some of them where it's like trolls who were impersonating Chris's girlfriend or tricking Chris into thinking they were dating. I I saw a lot of things about um, people were reaching out to Chris posing as girlfriends. And I was like, okay, there must be something to this where... Oh, it might be because of the Love Quest thing. Okay, what's Love Quest? I don't know what... I didn't see that in any of... Okay, Love Quest, uh, and I'm... uh, People can... I can only imagine the comments that are going to happen on YouTube for this video. As we misquote all this Chris Chan lore, I mean, uh, listen, but it's okay. It's okay. We're here to learn. We're fu- here to talk about hey, it. Hey, I'll, I'll drop a a, a cuss. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't give a shit on this episode. Say whatever you want. Love Quest was Chris's way to. Um, do you remember that episode we did about um, the guy who hosts his own website, Mikey? Uh, looking yes, for yeah. hello, my future girlfriend. It's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of that God. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go re-listen to the episode and be like, you know what? We're really funny. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go listen you to that. Ta- hey, let's. You want to talk uh, about our own episodes and how funny we think we are? Yeah. <laughs> is that even on YouTube? I don't even think it is. Uh, I don't. I don't it's remember. Fine. It's it might fine. be we can private. Play that later. Definitely on up on audio. So if you want to yeah. hear that, go. Listen hey, to yeah. That on while we're our... here, go follow us on. <laughs> <laughs> if you've made it this far and you're actually enjoying what we're talking about right now, go listen Subscribe. to other stuff where we're a little more scripted. Um, uh, but it's like that where he was putting, or uh, they were sitting on a campus of sorts with a sign that said something along the lines of like, uh, it was like a. I can't remember what the sign said. It was something like, I want to love you, like, or like, uh, I want to date you, or whatever. Okay. And he's like, they were putting this stuff on the internet and receiving <laughs> messages so in. Sorry. And it was part of their love quest. I'm so sorry. I When you said, <laughs> when you described this scene, the first thing I thought of was, is there a meme where they take that Steven Crowder image and put Chris Jan's <laughs> oh, face on it and replace the sign? <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to Google Steven Crowder love quest right now. <laughs> oh my God. Prove me wrong. Love me. Prove me wrong. Nope. No, <laughs> no one's done it. Harland. Oh wow. Okay. I got to make a note to do that. Uh, TM, TM, uh, R, R, TM. Yeah. Yeah. That's R. my meme. We came up with that just that's now. That's our intellectual property. Uh, if you share that meme, you have to credit us. I'm going to try to find what's on the sign really quick. Chris, Chris Chan, okay. love. This is great having my phone in my hands now. Uh, yeah. Uh, while we're doing this. This is this new is for good. you. Yeah. Got the whole not using my ca- uh, phone camera to uh, do this anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. The love quest or sweetheart search uh, was the mm. longest real life saga of Christian Weston Chandler, a.k.a. Chris Chan. Uh, their goal was to obtain a girlfriend the stated purpose of Love Quest was to meet the woman who would be his true love, solve all his problems, and bear his daughter, Crystal. Uh, the Love Quest represented what? a focused effort to do everything in their power to achieve romantic fulfillment, except, of course, improving themselves. <laughs> so it's like, take me as I am. Uh, that kind of thing. Oh, oh God. It, apparently such... later there's... Uh, he starts being... Oh my god! I have to just read this. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna yeah, read this. Yeah, a little yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. <clears throat> While Fill Chris the air. maintained a belief in uh, in waiting for marriage to have sex due to his religious principles, 
um, or at least waiting until fully committing to a romantic relationship after at least three dates. That's pretty standard, I think. Okay. Uh, Chris started moving away from the idea of being faithful as they interacted with a number of fake sweethearts, uh, mm. down to wanting sex from Jackie, who's a linked person in this Wikipedia article. First and foremost, when they first started communicating with them, um, and later being open to an open relationship where they could sleep with other people rather than a monogamous one. Because of this, Chris's antics are derisively referred to as the fuck quest. Oh, well, I mean, listen, I don't disagree. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like literally like an online Danny Ponzi scheme. Oh, almost a little bit. (laughs) 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 It's like, I don't know how to really word it. It's like, you're you're basically doing what Barney Stinson does at the Super Bowl where he holds up uh, a sign of the Super Bowl that says CBS call barney stinson here's his right number. uh it's like doing that that's that's barney's love quest but uh chris chan's was a little different I yeah guess. i mean how quickly real. how quickly they became corrupted it, uh, with their love quest yeah to like uh i i want i i f- i only want like a romantic relationship because i think it will fulfill me as a person which uh, that's bad don't work on yourself yeah you got to be good with yourself before you can be good for somebody else another person is not going to solve all your problems there is no manic pixie dream girl out there they don't it's Mm. a figment it's it's not real (laughs) manic pixie dream girl you've never heard of that i just no i've never heard of that is that an episode oh no that's like an internet thing dude dude there's a the internet's a big place i i know some pieces of it yeah so the manic pixie dream girl Manic Pixie, it's got its own Know Your Meme page. Yeah, I believe uh, it. I'm going to read it. Is a stock character in films noted for being shallow, quirky, feminine, and providing inspiration for brooding protagonist male characters. Interesting. Uh, what about term, Lost in Translation? Uh, I think I think her character kind of, but they're not really, their, their relationship is more platonic than sure. romantic. Um, but the term was coined by film critic Nathan Rabin in review of the 2005 comedy drama film Elizabethtown, published on the Onions AV Club. Wow, really? In 2007 is uh, <clears throat> really tying into our themes here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is his description of Dunst's character. Dunst embodies a character type I like to call the manic pixie dream girl. See Natalie Portman in Garden State for another prime example. The manic mm-hmm. pixie dream girl exists solely in the fevered imaginations of sensitive writer directors to each broodingly soul no, to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and its infinite mysteries and adventures. Yeah, uh, take that, Zach Braff. <clears throat> Have I ever told you about how I like hated I hated Zach Braff for years for no reason? Uh, and it wasn't because of his uh, his character in uh, Garden State. It actually was because of Garden State. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, "This is trash. This guy sucks." And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that I've come means around you're on the movie. Good... The movie's fine now, but like, <laughs> it's like well, whatever. you're. Well, but the thing is, is that you are. That means you're a good man. <laughs> there okay. are a lot of men that related to Zach Braff and wanted their Natalie Portman. Oh boy. Uh, to save them and fix them. It was, but it became a whole thing. I remember seeing it all the time in the late 2000s. People talking about the Manic Pixie Dream Girl mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. It became mm-hmm. uh, its own meme. There's multiple YouTube videos. <laughs> There's the one that's titled Manic Piss. <laughs> Sorry. Manic Piss? What'd you say? I miss, I miss What'd you say, my man? Manic Pixie Prostitute, which I assume is like a sketch. It looks like an old sketch video okay. uh, from 10 years ago. So yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, it just, the Christian thing reminds me of, or at least their love quest. <laughs> like they want a manic pixie dream girl. They want someone to come into yeah. their life and it was, show them how beautiful the world is by their quirkiness. And remember, uh, Chris had already decided that their child would be named Crystal mm-hmm. and would be a daughter. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which, Everything was laid out. All it was just one missing piece. So love quest needed to happen. Yeah, yeah, but it just so quickly turned into fuck quest and like. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, <laughs> Chris Chan is like, uh, yeah, um, 
you know, I, I really do believe in uh, waiting for marriage for coitus. But, you know, three dates, that'll do it too. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're basically committed at that point. Well, and it also feels like one of those things where uh, Chris didn't uh, expect the attention and also didn't understand that a lot of it was cynical and right. Uh, it's the interpretation of the attention. Yeah. Yeah. To being like, oh, people actually are coming, uh, messaging me, saying to me, they're my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the first of, yeah, why would I, well, uh, like, immediately forgetting about all the other stuff that you said about, like, a romantic relationship and, like, waiting to just immediately kind of, like, want to take advantage of people. Like, the whole thing is just gross. <clears throat> yep it's um i'm like almost hesitant to keep going because i know where we're going yeah i mean we can get there now if we want and like that's fine wrap this up we're at 48 minutes <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've talked about chris chan for all of seven minutes uh actually when it comes down to it we've been talking about chris chan the entire time just yeah. in new a, a different way than we normally do we normally t- talk about things to the letter about yeah. the thing we're talking about the things surrounding the thing right now yeah i mean as much as we've gotten sidetracked uh on purpose or not uh they all kind of relate to what's going on here so <laughs> yeah totally so do, do you want to say the word or should we flip a coin I really, I, I can say it if you okay, want. Okay, I'm really. This is the part I'm really uncomfortable with. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna do a little little history recap for the the end times of Chris Chan. Right. Um. Actually, I want to take a quick stop. Uh, I I found something today that I didn't realize was a thing that happened. Um, Chris got to the point where they believed. That the Sonichu dimension of those characters had collided with our material reality. Oh yeah, I think I picked up on a little bit of this. It's called the Great Like Inter yeah, yeah, Collision yeah. or something, uh, and how the government was trying to keep it quiet about it. I was watching a uh, a it was a four, I think a forty minute video where Chris was standing at a podium. Um, detailing out their research and their understanding of the situation and how about 10 people had actually died due to the collision of these planes but the government wasn't (laughs) going to talk about it but in doing so it wasn't actually chris that was on stage giving this lecture it was actually sonichu at this point chris chan had started to believe that the their persona had melted away and they had become sonichu for at least for a time during Uh this uh collision so just an interesting saga to 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 bring up just like this theory where uh chris was invited to give a public speech about to begin with but right we don't need to talk about that just wanted on the record i thought that was really interesting um what happened was chris's dad eventually this is the beginning of the hard times and the end times chris's (laughs) father dies um and then at that point uh the house that chris and his uh and their mother was living in uh, burnt down due to some bad wiring on like a uh, power strip or something. Okay. Uh, so the financial hard times were hitting really hard. Uh, the internet was being unkind continually. Right. Um, this led to a, 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 I guess, a closeness with between uh, Chris Chan and and their mother. This is what you, the word you don't want me to that you don't want to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Chris Chan is eventually through a some sort of leaked phone call or leaked audio, yeah, um, suspected of uh, having an incestuous relationship with his uh, with their mother, and uh, is arrested and uh, found guilty, I believe, and um, put away for for that. Yeah, there was I uh, on the new, know your meme. It says there's a section release from prison. Uh, they were released March 27th, 2023 uh, on bail. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it just doesn't end well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I and, and again, it's like, that's a whole, that's complicated and awful and whatever. But I remember it, it was like years 
between hearing anything about Chris Chan or Sonny Chu, like yeah. all those fun yeah, Sonny Chu cartoons like, go. <laughs> almost quiet, right? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I open up Reddit one day, and it's just post after post after post of like the video of them getting arrested and put in a car. Yes, the, it's very well documented. Yeah, the leak of the audio, talk about the incest, and it's just like multiple tweets. It, it was like, you know, it's it's always so weird when you go to, this was before the Elon purchase, so it was like still a little bit more of a stable platform. And it was you know, a, a lot of more mainstream stuff, you know, things go viral on Twitter and start trending that are like about, you know, movies or sports or whatever, yeah. things that everybody kind of knows. It's always still so weird to me when something like Chris Chan starts trending on Twitter and it's got like hundreds of thousands of retweets and and mentions and stuff. It's just like, oh no, it's the dark parts it's of the internet again. Are, yeah, are coming to. They're getting too close to the surface of like the, mainstream the internet. internet. Is leaking. Yeah, and, and and I remember it happening and just being like, ah, oh no, I I don't like the internet today. Mm -hmm. I, this is not the stuff I want. Like this should be stuff that is dealt with in relative privacy. I think. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, it, it, unfortunately, there's just no like. Like I said, this is the most accessible online persona. Yeah. Uh, like, once again, it's the inter the internet's version of reality TV, <laughs> and it's and it's actually reality, and that's garbage. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that sucks. Uh, this was there's no way this was not going to be handled in the public eye. There was no way. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, this is the thing I love about know your meme. So. They have their uh, interest over time, uh, Google Trends thing for every one of their uh, mm -hmm. uh, topics or subjects or whatever entries. And, you know, between 2000, uh, 2008 and 2010, there's a lot of interest. And then it slowly starts to dwindle. And from about 2015 up until the incest stuff in 2021 relatively quiet like six years or so where it was like oh okay maybe they've <laughs> they've gone away maybe people have forgotten a little bit that's it and They're then it's free. a huge spike through the roof off the charts and it, ugh, ugh. yep it's uh icky stuff <clears throat> icky stuff um but also sad stuff confusing stuff it's just uh it's kind of, uh, it's like, to me, it's always the reason why I never wanted to cover this topic. <laughs> it, it, it's actually one we outlawed. Yeah, and we uh, outlaw not just it. us, uh, but last podcast on the left also outlawed this. Yeah, that's uh, a good thing that we should have noted probably at the beginning is that like, we are not the only people that don't want to talk about this person. Yeah. Um, people that are more famous than us have <laughs> have more to yeah, lose. Yeah, like probably. nope. <laughs> the, the talk about uh, serial murderers and and like yeah. really and weird they don't want to talk about Chris Cham. Yeah, uh, and Sonichu and Love Quest and Fuck Quest and the interdimensional collision that merged our world with the Sonichu verse. Um, what were you saying? <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> you ruined your final thought. That's okay. It doesn't no, it's matter. Fine. I think I got it out there. Oh, it's just essentially uh, we didn't want to talk about this. I right. don't like talking about this because it is the it the, to me this is like the uh, um this is the worst that the internet can do and yeah to like to an individual and and promote. I mean, there's obviously things that Mr. Hands, Mr. Hands worse. exists. So there's also that. <laughs> well, yeah, but Mr. Hands was a video of a dude doing something not related to the internet that it ended up on the internet. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There is this a is, difference there. I, I do think the, the Chris Chan situation was um, heightened due to the internet's involvement. Sure. 100%. I agree. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, well, uh, there's not a great way to end this. Um, Besides Do you have any saying, like good knock knock jokes? Uh, <laughs> oh, you know we could end on we could end on another uh, Jaden Smith tweet. Oh, that's good. That's good idea. Uh, uh, before I do that, I, I think my final thought would be like, just be careful of what you do on the internet and who you do it to, uh, because mm -hmm. you'd never know 
how it's affecting somebody like to get actually serious here for a second like you, you, the things you say on the internet have real world consequences or they have the potential to have real yeah. world consequences and it's forever people will take screenshots the internet archive exists things don't go away on the internet they just don't and you never want to be a person that because you were young and uh you know uneducated you didn't have the lived experience to know better like those are all like i can understand that i've been there but you, you, things don't just live in your mind anymore and think like you can put stuff on the internet that if you said in real life and it wasn't recorded, no one would ever bring up or, or it would never have any consequences. And in all reality, honestly, it, it, it probably like is, is not, it's not bad to say bad things. Sometimes it's how you learn and grow. You regret those things. You feel shame for those things, but when it's recorded and anybody can pull it up and reference it at any point without nuance or understanding or empathy, it can really fuck you over and it can ruin other people's lives. Yeah. So well said. Uh, anyway, uh, from Jaden Smith, <laughs> just stare in the mirror and cry and you'll be good. I think that that's <laughs> honestly a perfect ending for this. <laughs> and until next time, good luck out there.